self-serving interest, and I can say we shot it from the domain. Well, I've seen, I think we should shoot for that. That camp, they have a camera and a mic deal at Best Buy. Oh, did you guys pick it up, or you just went and saw, or? We wanted to wait and make sure we had the right thing, but because I started looking at all the stuff online, I did see some people saying a few things about, what's it called? Um, Blue Tech? Blue Tech. Mm-hmm. Blue the, Yeti. Where the, the panning? I was trying to figure it out. There's one that says Blue Tech and one says Blue Yeti. I think it's um, just a, a rivalry brand. Yeah, so I was like, man, was it Blue Tech that was a good one or it was Blue Yeti? Let me look it up. Or maybe I'm mistaken. We could just punch it in Google, Blue Tech versus Blue Yeti. You can get the reviews right there. Man, there we go. Look. This is going to make us so much sharper. We're going to be at the <laughs> at the uh, club debating. Blue right. Yeti. Blue B-L-U-E-H-D-I, huh? I didn't know. I thought it, I thought it would be like Y-E-T-I. And I think the one I put up on Amazon was a blue tech. Blue Yeti Pro. Oh, maybe it is yet. Okay. It is yet. It is just like the the, the what are the way they do coolers? Mm-hmm. They started as coolers, right? And then they made thermoses. Mm-hmm. You think that's the same company, Yeti? Oh, hundred percent. It's called a blue Yeti. Oh, maybe it's not. The mics and the ice chest. What's the nah, question? I think it might just be it's probably a different company. Probably. It, oh, the name of the company is Blue. And the mic is a Yeti. Mm. Maybe I'm tripping. I, th- I could have sworn I thought it said a Blue Tech. And that's why I was like, well. See, so much to go over. And then, like, I don't know if those are for solo because we're, that's what I got into also is, like, what kind of mic you need. Do we each need our own individual mic? Because with that one, it's, like, showing you, you got to be, like, right up on it, speaking into it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be low budget in the beginning, so it's about just shooting, you know what I mean? I, ideally, we're going to have our own, like, spit covers and mics and all of that, but we got to get there. Mm-hmm. So oh. I wouldn't delay too much time on that. Let's we'll no. just get some content nope. out. Well, that one mic that was um, the black, um, what was it called? It was the black uh, blackout. Uh huh. It talked about how 360 all the way around can record. So you shouldn't have to like get right up to the to the mic. Well, I didn't think that'd be the case. I just wanted to make sure. I was like thinking that dude Philip could come through and. Those and are good. So we're meeting with Philip tomorrow. What's hot for? At his house. Oh. Oh, okay. He's got a whole setup. <clears throat> we saw, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. So I'll go upstairs. I don't know if you stay downstairs or not. No, I saw it upstairs. All right, so we got we got our first, what is this? Uh, our first podcast. What are we going with? True social? True so we, social. We need, <laughs> we're going to take so what is there Because we were going to ask this. We're going to just start recording out. What is true social? What does it mean to each of us? That's a good question. Um, Chris, we'll start with you. That's well, a good, it's a good question. No, it's it's the fact that we're coming to the age of authenticity, where for so long we've been stuck in these models of like bullshit. Where, like for example, 
I was watching TV. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I watch. I was watching the news just for like filler in the background. And, and the chick that was a news reporter was at live at a scene. And she was like, "Thanks, Timmy. Hi. So we're here live. No, 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 no. It's like, is that chick really gonna be talking that way at freaking house when she's cooking there? Like, oh, thanks, Bob. No, 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 no. It's like, just be real. Just tell me." And speak to me in a way that you mm -hmm. would speak, whether you're on the street, at a bar, or in freaking front of a video camera. It just came across to where I'm like, I was almost laughing, like, really? Like, this whole, like, dog and pony show? Mm -hmm. We need to be true to ourselves. We need to speak our truth. We need to tell people in the world the desires of our heart. Because if we don't follow those passions, we're going to live a life of mediocrity. It just it goes nowhere. Like you, you, you turn around and you're 50 years old living and working in a life that you think you thought was happiness, but it's nothing but. And it's just like some cubicle-driven data diving. I don't know. It's just... Matrix. We need to be human again. We need to bring back to humanity. That's, that's all. I mean, that's why I feel like true speaks more to what we want to try and accomplish, which is... Talk about the essence of what you're trying to uncover about society and about the human plight. So are we, are we covering what's true no matter if it's our version of truth? Are we covering or are we pointing to a truth? I like how he pointed he said <laughs> our version of the truth. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean because each person has their own. But is that, is that, is that the agenda that we're going to push? Are we going to push? Because, I mean, you have a sense of right and wrong. I have a sense of right and wrong. So do you. And then collectively, because we've all come together, we collectively have a sense of what the truth is, right? Yeah. That's why we get along, right? Because if we were uh -huh. completely opposite, we wouldn't be able to even sit down in the right. same room and have this conversation. But that's a good question, right? What 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 is our ultimate goal? But I guess the first original question we have an answer is true. What's true what is truth and what is social? Yeah. So you were saying that truth is... Authenticity, Authenticity. Right? Be real. So be what is... Be congruent. Okay. Say what you mean, mean what you say, and just follow through with whatever you said. And don't don't be a flaky bitch. Just keep it real. real. Answer my text. Keep it, keep it real. <laughs> you know? No. Like, what, did that make sense I, to yeah, you? Like, can, can, I agree with them, except... And we got to take a survey on this still... <laughs> but we came man I still think that that's what weird social is we're, I still vibe with weird social so I Whether like true tag, social but I think weird social tag, is weird social unique. the truth we'll figure it out we'll so let me out. add my take on there because I'm I'm not from Austin but um, I'm originally from California but coming to Austin it's like that's the difference about Austin is like oh you know they hate you Californians get, right hey you guys are the reason why traffic's horrible hey. but you know what I tell them also, reason why you got a hundred extra hundred thousand dollars of equity yeah. in the property you bought. Yeah. True. You got to give and take, True. baby. No, that's a good point. Anyways, and it's the I mean, Austin's a sister city to San Francisco, the Bay, and then Seattle. So it just makes sense that a lot of people like like the vibe here. But the whole the whole thing with the vibe, like he was saying, that's that's what Austin like is. Though. That's what Austin is. They don't buy into the the like uh, the rigid cubicle. You know, Austin's always been about. You know, finding that being balance. Opposite. Yeah, being the opposite. And maybe not so much like rejecting it, but finding that balance. Like, hey, it's not going to be completely like... I'll take your truth in the version I want it. Yeah, right? yeah. We're going to find it. some balance. We, we, we're not going to like... You know what I'm You're saying? You're not going to tell us. I don't think that's a, a... I think that stems from the Texas, the lower Texas vibe of... 
I mean, I always bring this up. It's like, Texas is the only state that tried to succeed three times. Yeah. Like, they said to the United States, like, F you. F off. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it our way. So I think that is, and coming from Chicago, that is such a part of how these, I shouldn't say these, that's not going to go over well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how so many Texans. Yeah, so many Texans. That's their attitude in everything they do. I mean, the big trucks. Everything is pretty much f you. You know what I mean? It kind of is in a in a very southern respectable way. But that's the epitome of what we're trying to accomplish here in our podcast. Is that keep it real? And look, sometimes I'll I'll give it to you that they're trying to make up for something, maybe compensating factors, whatnot. But a lot of times, it's it's in the DNA, bro. Like I'm from here, born and raised, Helotus, Texas. You know. Out in acres. Shout out to Hello. You're not from Austin. Yeah. You're not from Austin, though. Because Austin's different, though. Texas, yeah, no, nah, I got you. So my point is, it's, it's almost embedded in our, our in our DNA to be like just free anti, like just yeah, anti. Like, well, you know, there's been a connection with Texas and California for the longest, though, really. But and you know what? But now that Texas and California have to get along and work side by side, now that that's lost. It was. I mean, if you study the history and you go back, Texas and California have always been side by side, right? And and just it was the southern frontier and the western frontier, right? Yeah. All those things. I mean, where did all those major cowboys come from and come up? I mean, Texas. You look about the wars throughout Texas. You know what I mean? When the United States Similar and Mexico, history. you know, yes. trying to figure out where is the border going to be. But let's talk about that, bro. The thing is that the history of Texas is kind of. It's kind of sexy, bro. I mean, like whole the Battle of the Alamo, the the Battle of, of Guadalupe, that the whole uh, the come and take it. You know what I mean? Like that whole yeah. Gonzalez, Texas. That's the epitome of the fighting spirit, and, and I speak of it in a way where, like, we're so wussified right now with a bunch of little babies who get offended by every little thing, and so for us to be from Texas, like. It, you can get offended, <laughs> not me. I'm gonna be happy and content in my in my world. But if somebody says something that offends me, it's it almost portrays that the person getting offended is so easily amused and with lack of influence that they were they just have to have this reaction. Whenever you have to react to somebody else's words, you're the weak person. Okay, not the person that made you're 100 percent right, but that is that conversation and that reality doesn't exist for most people. I feel like because it's like imagine the le- the level of self responsibility that you would have to self awareness. Yeah, own yeah, and in order to be like it doesn't matter what happens outside of me, I am the ultimate control. <clears throat> right, like you can say whatever you want to. I don't have to get upset, but most people don't live like that. Most people live in a reactionary mode because that's what they're taught. Right. That's exactly right. But it's also because of the behavior what they've learned as they've grown up. Say what you want to say. They're a bunch of beta bitches. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Snowflakes? No. <laughs> Snowflakes. That's what they're calling it. Social, social justice warriors. Um, but that, hey, that's awesome though, man. That's what, that, I mean, <laughs> much of like, even though most of Texas may be like that, that spirit you're saying, but what Austin, Austin, I mean, there's a lot of transplants. Yeah, it's but I, but I think over time, a lot of the people that had different ideologies of what they thought to be a good moving government society, whatever, they become a little bit more conservative when they move to Texas just because they see that it's working. Well, responsibility always will trump, right? Having a plan will always trump, right? So it's no surprise to me that 
most people, I mean, once you become successful or once you live life, whatever it is, when you've learned those lessons that you're going to learn, you tend to swing conservative, which is to say what? It's just saying that you understand that there's, there's, there's value to planning. There's value to waiting versus flying off and making a decision. You know what I mean? And those are the things that you come full circle to understand as you age, right? After you bumped your head, you know what I mean? You understand conservatism is not this brand that's very like uh, repulsive conservative right, right. or versus progressivism. No, it's about being responsible, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, being yeah, I agree with you on that. But, but there is there's value in in getting out there and making that mistake, though. You know? What I'm oh, 100 percent. But I'm saying, well, yeah, you're talking about different segments, right? About because yeah. there is a time. Everything in a season, right? That's why we live in seasons, right? What I believe is, you know, because there is a time to get out there and bust your ass right when it's Bucks spring it yeah talk to any <laughs> farmer he's busting his ass in the spring why not because because he knows what fall is going to look like he knows what you know what the harvest is you yeah. know what i mean you understand the time you got to put in the sweat right it ain't time to bust your ass in the fall it's time to relax mm-hmm. get ready for winter and i think that's where <clears throat> we talk about the matrix i think that a lot of people have a false sense of security based upon a system that provides you a opportunity for nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. Opportunity for insurance and retirement. And so a lot of people take that route because for them they can sleep better. At night. As reality. As a reality that as they've got their their needs covered. But I think there it's like a like a sustenance, like the minimum level you needed. Right. Just to get, dog. Exactly. Like, dog, bro. They keep giving the Dude, and we can even transfer we can even go take this to the level of uh, relationships. Tell me how many girls you've been able to lock down as long as you learn out what her or as long as you master what her needs are. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's like feeding a cat in an a, you know, the alley cat that you give a little bit of meat. It, and that's how big business has gotten everybody. I will be more consistent than anything else in your life, and people will follow consistency, even if it's because it's safe. Because it's safer. To the point, better the devil you know than the devil you don't know. How many people are staying in horrible oh, wow. relationships oh, because yeah, because at least it's consistent, okay. and that's where you learn to be a man. That's I've had my most greatest success as a man and learn to be consistent. It doesn't matter if you're bad. Look at Kanye West. You don't have mm-hmm. to be liked. You just have to be consistent, consistent yeah. and you will be more valuable to people than the people who are sometimes if good and sometimes what, bad. People rather know what they're getting. Donald Trump, he got successful because why? Because I know what your bag of tricks are. (laughs) Yeah. I I would rather that out in the open than... Think about where we're coming from for the last, what, Yeah, there was too much unknown with with Hillary, right? Too much unknown. First woman president. And then think about the women, bro. Look and think about how many... I mean, that's that's a a psychological thing that humans do. If Hillary made it, we, we might... There might be men at home getting abused right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's like a whole nother dimension. Yeah, right? Let me make We're that like... phone call. I will call Hillary right now. I mean, with Donald Trump, you know what greed is. You yeah, know, you, you know, know, you know what womanizing you know. is. You don't like it, but you know what it but is, that, bro. That's so deep. I never realized that. Yeah. That's why people accept right. him because over they, Hillary, because we didn't know. And then she, and then she's, uh, she's. Clearing her email servers, he's paying off porn stars. Get the lesson right there. We value a person who will pay off somebody in honesty than a person who's hiding. But bullshit. you know what? That girl well, that she was getting. Well, yeah, you don't even know what she was hiding. Like, you don't. And then the mind, and so then now your mind even worse comes up with things like Pizza Gate. Fear, <laughs> like, dude, fear. I'm telling you, yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's better to just 
say what Con- you it, define it's your word the fear. Yeah. So the people's minds aren't because it's like, worse. Oh, I don't even know. It's always and worse. Like, oh, he was fucking a porn star. I could deal with that. It's like, but who knows? I thought what about she was doing, doing that myself. She <laughs> might have been eating babies yeah, or some shit. Like, right? Trafficking people out of pizza parlor. Reptilian yeah. God. It's like, it's like, nah, reptilian God. Or billionaire uh, <laughs> yeah. womanizer. Yeah, I think I can deal with yeah. that. At least you know <laughs> what it is. That reptilian god shit. I can't but, deal but with sometimes that. Sometimes you just go with your gut, though, man. Like, my gut told me, like, do not. I, I would not trust a plate served by Hillary Clinton. Like, I'd be like, mm. Dude, that's so deep, <laughs> isn't it? By tomorrow. <laughs> you know if, you had, if you had Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton over to your house... Separate occasions. I feel like Donald long. Trump would. Pr- I mean, he, whether you don't long. like him or not, I think you would warm up to him because at least he's who he is. Right. He's unapologetic about it. Donald Trump, man, listen. I don't know. I like him, but I don't know if I like to hang out with him. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's okay. Who would you? Uh, let's put it like this. Who would you rather go get drinks with, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? Donald Trump. Trump. Hillary. Hands down. And that should have been the go, question. I, you know what? That needs to be the polling question. Hey, man, I'd rather. <laughs> Hey, yeah. If if you ask me, I don't know about Donald Trump, man. Like that dude, I'm a threat to him. You would rather sit down with Hillary Clinton and have a drink? Hell yeah. And you think you would gain more from that than he'd be like the whole time? Donald Trump. This please don't kill me. This please don't kill me. Hillary. Oh man, I'll probably spit some game. I'll be like trying to get a dollar out. Yeah, I'm trying to win. I just got a visual. Did you throw up in your mouth? I think a little bit. Right. No. Some people, Hillary's hot. Yeah. Money's hot. Man, Power's hot. you gotta understand, we're your your competition to Donald. He's not gonna want another male male that's at least on his level or as well, not, not, a, he not is. a conflict side. I say he's over to your house. But I probably, I probably would. I take that back. He's a Gemini. Gemini's Dude, come fuck. on. Gemini's Donald Trump can teach you a thing or two man. about the game. Whatever it is, your game is. I'm sure he has a very interesting spin he even got- on your life. He's got billions of dollars, though. He has an advantage. That's what I'm saying. So we were just, it's like we were just talking before, right? So it's like Donald Trump is like this dude in this tower, right? And he can say all the stuff he's saying because he has a different view of the landscape. But like, you know, he's done he could do things differently. Yeah, that you haven't done. And you're, you're down here. You're that. not in the tower. He's a, And what did he push during the campaign? I, I'm, billi- I have, I'm a billionaire, whether he is or not, right? And I funded my own campaign. You have to respect that. He has accomplished something that we haven't. If you're not, yeah, and you well, have, you have. I'm trying. I'm having. What a do you respect time. about Hillary Clinton? I can. Res- I respect his dad. What his dad did. But why do I have to respect? Well, he owns it now. Yeah, but it was. It's like walking but, up but, to the car dealership. It was. I did some to research him. on that whole topic, though. He, he he helped build the real estate part of his dad's business. His dad wasn't into real estate in Manhattan. Yeah, and then, and then he fact, turned but his dad, his dad told him not to invest in Manhattan. It was Trump's decision that to, exactly. to go do The reason that. his dad said that because he had to run to the bank all the time to bail him out every time he he. But look at what he did. But he grew a brand. But he grew a brand. Yeah, because his dad, his hands down, whether he has money or not, he has a brand. And then the mother. Became president, bro. That is the highest ace card you can get. You know get. what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him that know. he probably started the Apprentice to give people years this of looking thing. at how he decides. Bro, he started this he campaign in, in no, the eighties, no, no. bro. Listen, to be president. Well, look, that that's true. And asking him about running we'll, for presidency since we'll the eighties. We'll go to conspiracy if you want, but we can start talking about that because <laughs> I've got some some scoop on that whole element in regards to JFK Jr. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, but how does this all tie back into Austin Weird? Yeah, yeah. True social. Wait, real quick. So let, <laughs> let's introduce ourselves. So I got a little uh, little 
um, framework for us to work with. So yeah, please. Uh, we got Chris here, yep. and Carlos and Drew, and then uh, Chris. Now we you told us about True Social, so go ahead, like give us a little background on you about. Yeah, who are you? About who Introduce yourself to yeah. the people mm. to the mic. Uh, Chris Garcia, born and raised in Lotus, Texas. Been here for about ten years here in Austin, and uh, and so I just came over here for a couple of different reasons. One was to get get it to a different marketplace. I just got a divorce uh, when I was leaving San Antonio well, about a year or two, and came here for a job opportunity that I took with the dental, and then to be closer to my son. So. Um, been here 10 years and then slowly over time I was in dental and then did a little digital marketing service or sales and then from there I went into real estate and since then I've been doing it for the last five and a half almost six years so building a brand called canvas uh, doing events once a month which prompted this whole podcast, actually, podcast yeah. to be honest with you yeah. like we're mm-hmm. trying to think about different ways to help create uh, exposure for the brand content because uh, my boy over here is doing his brand. I'm doing my brand. You're doing your brand. Mm-hmm. Domain so, uh, industry. Shout out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. So in, in trying to create exposure, I think we talked about what's going to be a really effective way, media-wise, to get the word out. And uh, podcast, I think, was the, the outstanding component of this multi-versus, like multi-faceted type media network. So um, we just started to... Brainstorm. Put it out there, brainstorm, yeah. think about what we're going to do, and, and that's where we came to. Hopefully, true social. I know you guys like weird social, but I'm not... I'm we'll not, let the people decide. I'm not... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll let them decide. We'll like, let the people I, decide. I like true social. I, I love it. So, I'm going to hand it over to my boy, Carlos. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Carlos. Um, been in Texas just a little over a year. Uh, very new to this scene and this vibe. I'm uh, from Chicago, um, but... What brought me here is I was uh, losing my, kind of a sad story, losing my dad at the time and I was in Chicago and I mean, looking back on it, to have a father in your life, wow, you know what I mean? You don't even, you don't even understand, I'm going to, from firsthand experience, I, you don't even understand the value that that creates for you. And it's nothing more than having a mentor, a 24-7 accessible mentor. And if you look at, I've looked at a lot of stories of people who are successful they have two things in common they have talent and they've always had a mentor there to shape that talent and uh so very fortunate to have him and i i made a very hard choice i mean i i say i say say it again i was making the most money i've ever made in chicago living in the the best place to live downtown chicago sky rise dating the hottest girl i ever dated and i had to i had to face walking away from that to come here with what I didn't even know, you know? So when I came down, I definitely had a lot of incentive to go hard. And luckily for me, Texas is a little bit slower paced. So I put on my, my pants a little faster than most people, it, it seems. And so I'm just out here just trying to create brands and start things and get my hands in everything, you know, be an adult and, you know, try to be successful. So sorry, domain.industry, social platform. Uh, for the domain, um, they call me Mr. Domain. Uh-huh. Live, work, and play in the domain. Uh, I love the domain because it's it's a it's a little city. It really is, and it's it's a. I mean, if you know anything about business, I mean, the surplus of disposable income there. I mean, it is a market in and of itself. And yeah. so, when I came down, I'm like, wow, you know, anybody who can get on top of that, kind of work with that, yeah. it's going to be profitable. So, that's kind of how I came to the table. 
in all of this is really just having a platform and a presence in a place like the domain, working at Wonder Bar, um, seeing, experiencing, catching the pulse. And so I, I feel like that's what probably I can bring to the table. But I'll switch gears and pass it to you. Huh. So uh, Andrew Valley here. My friends call me Drew. Um, what I moved to Texas in 94 when I was like 11 years old. Mm -hmm. Came to Texas, same situation, kind of similar to you. Uh, just looking for my family, looking for a better opportunity. Grew up in uh, the Bay Area, California. Pretty rough area, Sacramento. So my mom was like, you know, she wanted me to have a, I guess that's southern hospitality that originally her fa family's from texas and she was like i want to have my family around some good wholesome people mm -hmm. uh went to high school in bastrop huge culture shock oh <laughs> yeah i had that uh, too chicago to new Braunfels. Yeah. oh my god <laughs> new Braunfels. coming from uh california huge culture shock got in a lot of trouble through a lot of parties made a ton of uh <laughs> Enemies and friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. he, he, you just seen it on my yeah, face, right? right? So, moved to, uh, soon as I graduated high school, went to uh, San Marcos, didn't go to school there, lived with some buddies of mine that were going to school up there, uh, was going to get into school, started working with the local company here in Austin, and uh, Man, I was making more money than most people with a degree mm -hmm. just within like six months of my job. And uh, I just decided to stick with that and fell in love with Austin. Moved to Austin in 2005 and just kind of been making my way. Uh, didn't, go, didn't go to college, but kind of have uh, learned through the different jobs and stuff I've had. Worked at Gold's Gym downtown. Fell in love with the downtown scene. People used to call me Mr. Golds because they, they'd see me in the gym all the time. All the bartenders, all the, the restaurant uh, cooks and waitresses and stuff would come in there before their shift to work out. And so uh, I'd get passes. People would invite me out. And it just it kind of involved. It's like in, being a politician, bro. Yeah, right? It yeah, is, right? It, Kissing babies, shaking hands. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. And that just it, it kind of like involved evolved into uh, me liking the to just entertain people, like be be around people and show people a good time. And I got into uh, promoting cl uh, some, working with some club promoters downtown, helping drive traffic and business to their clubs. And then that just kind of took me into sales and marketing, took that into a That's professional right. career. And now I, I do, uh, I've been doing life and health insurance for the last two years. And then also I have a marketing business where I work with local businesses and a lot of realtors here in Austin, and me and me and Chris linked up yeah. <laughs> on the house. fly one day. Yeah, open yeah. house. I was out with an agent training, and just so happens appointment. Like things attract yeah. like things. I'm big on vibration. You guys know that, dude. Here's what's crazy: is so we were like. The appointment stood us up. Wait, first of all, they were there. They weren't answering the door. So, and this wasn't a good look in front of a new agent. You know, you trying to like impress them. They're like, is this what I have to deal with? And I'm like, it's not like this all the time. Trust me. But uh, I try, you know, turning a negative uh, situation into something positive, just showing them how to maximize their time. I'm like, hey, you get an appointment, no show you, or that that does something like this where they're not answering the door. You know, take that time instead of like going and wasting that time till your next appointment. Try to connect with the neighbors or something. And we look down the Dude. street and I see open house. I'm like, let's go talk, 
see, check out this open house. And she was like so against it. She was like, no. I was like, <laughs> it was crazy because I didn't know why she was against just stopping and If you didn't time. go to that open house, you wouldn't be sitting at this podcast right mm-hmm. now. Bro. You see Universe? That's what I'm talking about right there. Right there. And the funny thing is, when we were leaving, it wasn't even me that was... I was like, okay, that's cool. And we she were was leaving, and last minute, she was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and we, I went in there and started talking to Chris, and we were just... Dude, we hit it off right off the, the bat. We started Yeah, we got a lot of similar... Uh, histories in regards to just messages that we had in our past when we were younger and like I think it's just to the whole idea of like maybe we're supposed to work together there's something that was like kind of like under underneath like this undercurrent yeah I, I agree with you I'm getting to that point in my life where I'm starting to realize Build your gut. who I'm supposed to be working with right yeah I don't I don't really know why I don't know how but it kind it's that maybe well, see well I got that feeling with Carlos Maybe about what maybe a year ago or mm-hmm. something at Doc, he was working at Doc B's and he was a bartender. And I was, I'll go there and I was talking to this dude Ryan who was going to help with the event, who was going to help sponsor the food. And Ryan's the GM for, uh, for Doc, uh, B's. Doc B's. Oh, okay. And, and so I was like, I just it was something about him. Like yeah, I need to work with this dude. Like something about Carlos said that he brought, he brought a presence of like almost like uh, professionalism, like just always on his game. Oh and yeah, like, you could. T- he's sharp. I'm like. I need this dude in the mix somehow. I don't know what it was or what capacity, but but now as it, as this is coming together and I'm seeing kind of more how this like the vision of like oh wow he could completely just blow this shit up, and so uh, we start talking just chit chat and having the uh, the the sugar up bacon whatever that is mm, oh candy bacon yeah, oh candy yeah bacon. you haven't been to Dog Beast or candy yeah. bacon so You're welcome Dog Beast <laughs> I just I just I told him I said man in the future I got some more events coming up maybe you want to be a part of it maybe not don't know but. I just threw it out there as if maybe we'll work together in the future. It was just something that it was it was from here down below in the feelings more so than here. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about it, just the feeling like, I don't know why, but maybe you come back around and we'll do something together. And so and now when as we're building up this brain, these different events and all that, it's coming clear as to how, what his talents are that he's gonna bring to the table. Yeah. That's gonna make this very successful. It's, it comes clear every step that we take. It's like it you know, it's funny you were mentioning about people being stuck in the cubicles and stuff too. And it's kind of like how we're working together, like how we're finding the people we work with, like the advantage of not being stuck in that old paradigm. You like, it's like you're choosing the people you want to work with rather than exactly. like with a job. You like, you go in there and no like choice. it don't even like we sell ourselves on the. You may not even like the people, but you're like, I need this paycheck. Like, mm-hmm. how horrible is life to be like? I got to go, come in here and work with people I don't well, like. When you don't understand who you are or what your talents are, that is the prison you have to live in. Yep. Someone else has created reality, right? Bro. And that's kind of that's kind of what we're all trying to do, but not and what the beautiful thing about it is is not not only have we done it in our own ways in our own lives, but now we're trying to expand that to others. Each one, teach one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of this podcast? What's the point of all, everything that we're trying to do? We're trying to reach out and give back and say, you don't, you can live in any reality you choose. that you, and I don't go deeper than that. Not even that you choose, that you're willing to put forth the effort to figure out a direction that's not one that's already blazed for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and that's the beautiful, and it's going to seem scary at first. But then you start to realize, whoa, maybe the universe, maybe, maybe there is something out there that is on my side. Yeah. 
I think we're each talented, not just us sitting at this table, but I mean, each person has a God given or Mm -hmm. you can change God, whatever you want. I mean, but you know, like the founding fathers say, inalienable rights. What are they talking about? That each and every one of us has something special and that specialness isn't how hot you are or how much money you have. That specialness is in your ability to tap into what you can do to serve others because Plenty of people are killing themselves with millions of dollars every day because they're unhappy. What does that unhappiness come from? In my opinion, it's because you're not, you don't have a life of servitude. You're not mm-hmm. fulfilling your You're purpose. not fulfilling. You won't be. Once you hit a million or ten or a thousand dollars or five million, it's empty. It's empty. And not only that, but then you're going to get to the point where you're like, man, I got all this money in my bank. And nobody. And I'm still unhappy. That's scary. Yep. That's like, scary. Now I, like, at least when you, if you don't have that money, you got excuses. Oh, I'm unhappy because I don't have it. Yeah, you can blame people. <laughs> you, got you can blame people. Like, yes. yes. Now, but once you got now, the money, you're like, oh, shit. Now, now really you look miserable. in the mirror, you're like, no, don't look in the mirror. <laughs> what if, what if we had a business mirror. model where we would give you an X amount of, do- an exorbitant amount of money to spend however that you wanted so that we could we could follow you around and see how you spent it what you did and then go back and teach you everything that was wrong about what your approach to it you know what i mean that would be dope i was just reading and i just put on domain.industry a quote that said something to the effect actually let me just pull it up you guys continue i'm gonna i'm gonna pull it up yeah and while while he was mentioning that you got so you got a snap right what's your snap I don't even know. As a matter of fact. I don't really go to it. Well, you're going to have to now. Yeah, people going to know. I don't know my snap. I can tell you I'm 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 so ATX on Instagram. Y'all can follow me on Instagram. And then for the snap. You said domain.industry. That's on, Carlos. On Snapchat. On yes, Snap. please follow us. That's, uh, that's content, uh, industry-based content for people that's in the industry. But, I mean, it's definitely watchable, uh, even if you're not in the industry. Because everyone wants to watch what other people are doing. That's how we learn. Behavior. Yep. Interactions. Content. Um, so, what's that book called that you're looking at? Oh, so this uh, – so, uh, I try to – post from this book that I'm reading, which is Classic Wisdom for the Good Life by Brian Curtis. Um, don't read too much into the, the fact that this is wisdom or good life. Um, I like it because it's thousands of quotes from many different people, but all relative to just the human oh, experience. I got a book. I want to get a quote too. Yeah, absolutely. Quote. Who is it? Uh, it's by uh, Brian Curtis. Okay. Uh, classic wisdom for the good life, which I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think this is one of my dad's books that just as I was going through his stuff, I saw it. and I was like, oh, I, I, I'm gonna read that probably one day. Yeah, universe didn't even know yeah. it's been such a part of my platform, and people come to me all the time or or message me on there, and they're like, the inspirational and the positivity. I literally had a guy message me the other day, and he's like, you know, you you helped me through my shift that positivity, and that's what it is. I try to keep it positive. I mean, because. Well, we don't even have to talk about that for now. Yeah. <laughs> Positivity is where it's no, at. No, we're yeah. getting bombarded by this negative message. And, and it's coming from all angles. And I think that there's going to be like this pendulum swing going back to the positive. Because I think people are just tired of this message that, that there's division and there's strife and there's anger. Like, just be happy with where you're at, what you're doing. Just be content. Even if you're not, you know, where you want to be right now. I'm thinking like... If you can get to a place where you're at least content, 
and living life in the moment that gives you an opportunity to figure out maybe, well, where do I want to be? And then slowly make the transition into maybe your life's path. That's all I'm thinking. Because when I was living the nine to five with, you know, corporate companies and whatnot, I couldn't stand it, man. I was just till just uneasy. Like the, the whole, yeah. I don't want to say you I can't had anxiety. Can't be yourself, man. Yeah, yeah, because I don't like having to get up because someone said I have to get up and be somewhere because someone said that, which I'm okay with now, with now for the most part. But it's more because I was in a situation where I felt like I had no choices. Well, well at least in sales, I got choices. It's funny that you're touching on that because I think a lot of companies they're trying to take that approach now, which is why they're trying to make, you know, from a lot of them make a work more of from a home, home space. Like where people can, you know, some of the places you can drink there. They have video yeah. game areas because it's the about big, the like, big tech companies are like that, right? Like, Facebook, nap place, nap spaces, yeah. all that. You know, why spend this energy on hiring, making someone a drill sergeant when you could spend that same amount of energy by just making this a place that people want to come to? That they and want then to the be. creativity yeah. flows, and then the connection flows, yeah. and then you get so much more. Yep. But it's but it's two different models a model well, of fear I think we're at a crossroads right now and that's, that, exactly that's the right. crossroads and the crossroads we were talking about this earlier it's the it's it's these two it's the old mindset it's two mindsets there's this one that like you know for a lot of us we grew up with that mentality and there was an era where you needed that where it's like we do what we have to do not what you like right you know or having uh you don't always get to do what you want to do, right? Yeah, that's maturity, right? You need to learn that. You need yeah. to learn to bite There's down. There's a level of that, yeah. but you got to find that balance at the same but time. But that shouldn't be overlorded on you, yeah, right? Exactly. It should be a self-mastering process, not exactly. a, a force not process. Not someone right? else having to force I, and explain I that. I agree. But, but, but the systems that are in place right now... Don't allow for people. No, they to don't want you to think. Position. Exactly. They want you to be. A robot. They want you to be in um, elementary school, middle school, public school, college, and they're going to be medicine. It's going to be another three, four years. But it was all about getting them into the system, into the matrix, to where no, no, don't think outside the box. This is this is your lane. Stay in this lane. Yeah, we're we're, we're exiting the industrial age. We were just saying this the other day. What, like, what is this? It's a social economy now, right? It's not like it is. A, that's a mm-hmm. good point. We can talk about a, that for a few minutes. That's exactly. Yeah, society it. has went to monetizing. Okay, so oh, let's go back to capitalism, right? Capitalism was built on America, right? Because without America, there could have been no construct for capitalism, which is what capitalism is. We're gonna profit off anything Freedom and price. everything that is there, right? Whatever the people decide is a value, right? Yep. Enter the let dollar. The mar- let the market decide. Enter, I mean, it, that's where we get away from bartering, right? And now we're talking about fiat currency, right? Talking about the belief of what a value is, right? If you ever read a dollar bill, it says what? This is a promissory note. Mm-hmm. It's not even real money. No. Yeah. There's no gold. Not right now, back at least. Oh. Yeah, there's no gold back in it, Mm-mm. which we came off in 71 and that's a whole nother story. With yeah, the, let's the not even get down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my but, <laughs> but yeah, no. So the, the idea behind money is an idea. And like you said, it's, it's value. So like at the end of the day, we all got dollars in our pocket, right? But if, if what I'm offering you is no value to you then, or to the, the audience, they're not going to spend money for it. So no. what value is really, it's not this hard, tangible asset. No, it's, it's, it's perception. Yeah. And that's why our market has been able to invite, I mean, dot com boom. You know, all of those things are possible because nothing is tangible. It is all perception. It is all perceived. But so to his point, we are in the middle of this transition. And I think that's why we're going to start this media company is because 
we're, we're leaving an old system of antiquated just producers that start yeah yeah Ma- uh, manufacturers right just such a manufactured product that people are so sick of like and I don't want again I go back to the TV just because I'm giving examples of, of as of late as I've gone back just to see what's available on ABC at 7 or whatever maybe a pulse and, of a pulse of the news yeah, oh, no, yeah. Just to get a gauge because I haven't I don't watch TV mm-hmm. and I don't know what show it was I really don't even remember but it was so scripted and just so like uh, in your face cheesy that I'm like do people actually watch this still? Like, how does this even have ratings? Because, Passes. I mean, but it does make sense. Yeah, I mean, but it does because people. That's because that voice has become the loudest voice for authority, right? Well, it's it's propaganda twenty four seven. I think it's dying. Well, it what is. You gotta as, realize is, but it, it ties into what you're talking about with the job and stuff, right? And people working where they're not happy at. It's escapism. That's. Yep. It's that's their yeah. you know they're they're but willing to buy into it's a false escapism to be honest exactly but it's yeah but you got to get people you got to get people woke on that yeah, that it's even an escape steps, right steps. yeah because yeah, you can, you can't talk about escaping until you even know that you're trapped yeah. you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> like dude you're yeah they don't even know they're trapped they right? know they know they're trapped well they can I mean well that's the great thing that's the GPS that God gave us or whatever you call you know universe you know when something's wrong right it is it's there it's there that's what I was telling my mom you know. Growing up in a religious home for so long, I, just the astonishment on our face when I, you know, summarize it like this. I said, you don't need to be taught right and wrong. You know, you don't need a law to tell you when you're about to take something that it's wrong. Feel it. Every person knows. Now, whether you choose to overstep that boundary and say, I'm going to do it anyways, everyone has that voice in their head like, you know, that ain't right. You know, that's not fair. You know, that's not just. Everyone has that. The question is, do you go past that? Do you say... I want the money. I don't care how many people die. You know what I mean? I want the money. I don't care who I harm. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, and it's like that, un, it's, we were talking about this too with like the, the sis, systemic approach to things like how we did things in the past is, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's symptoms. Negative. It's, it's all based away, on symptoms, right? So what you're talking about is a holistic approach and realizing that like, what we do affects everybody, right? Mm-hmm. We are we all connected. Yeah, and that's how Every, everything get away. is connected. We're all connected. Talking about yeah. the collective consciousness. Yeah. So well, we, everything. We, when someone's too. like, "I'm gonna make millions of dollars," that's not my problem. Even though I know it that, is. Yeah, you're gonna pay for a society. Like you can go yeah. ahead and keep doing public education and locking people up, but you're just gonna have to live with bars on your windows because mm-hmm. you because you don't understand that what you do Bro. over there is going it has to that's the law of nature it has to come back to you mm-hmm. so you might you might not realize it but when you have to live in a gated community that's because you did not do enough to not live in a gated oh, community, man, bro. That's deep. And that kind of touches on... You see on, what I'm saying? Hey, you know what that touches yeah. on? A current topic right now. The homelessness? Yes. Oh, my God. And that... Homelessness is not a... Is a Governmental issue. It's, it's an issue. It's a society. It's, a it's us. Issue. It's, it's a, a community, community issue. issue. It's a person, we a person issue. We should all care ab- enough to resolve... Like, if there's one homeless... There's more people with money capable of doing something than there is homeless people. Right. And so we, there's yeah, we no reason that. to have homeless people. Yeah, there know? isn't. And for every one homeless person, there's probably, what, a hundred people who I would love to see the stats Contribute a dollar a, dollar a day? Go we fund me. Like, Why did GoFundMe get so big? Because if every mother but, bleeping person gave one dollar... Well, I mean, there's 300 and something now, the million. Catch is, the catch to that, though, obviously, we want to help these people, and we don't want to create them to be in, what What do they call it, Worse. charity case? We yeah. don't want people to... Well, you have to teach them so that finding responsibility. That Back to what I was saying about yeah. 
a show where you would give someone $50,000 and be like, this is your to spend. We just want to put a GoPro on you and follow you around. Do whatever you oh, want. Oh, yeah. And you could see... But give them the tools to... Well, okay, canvas. Yes, canvas. We, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, just for the spectacle of it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what people need to do. People need to understand. I was leaving the gym today and I was uh, thinking about how much sun I've gotten because someone commented on that. And I was like, man, I, my mom has fibromyalgia and the purpose of us, of them, excuse me, moving down to Texas initially is because sun, the sunlight gives you vitamin D. Vitamin D is good for, for fibromyalgia right. because that's unique. And I was thinking about, you know, Washington and all those places where it rains and how the depression level is so high and suicide level is so high. The yep. sun affects you, right? Yep. Positivity and negativity. And I was like, wow, we finally live in a, in a world where I could get on a plane and spend six days in the most rainiest climate and see how I feel and then go to the most sunniest climate. And I think if people would even just do that, spend six days in a depressed state and six days in a happy state and then go back to the depressed state, how so much would you learn? Understand, yeah, yeah. You would, so you would learn more. your own vibration, your own rhythm, you would understand so much. But when you're living in the matrix and you go, you know, you got fake sunlight, lights, yeah. and you're like, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. feel it. People don't understand. Chemical, yeah. you, you, and we then, do and everything with chemical. you booty and stuff and you're, Instead of them telling you, hey, no, the reason you got you got cancer, you got chemical imbalances because you're sitting for eight hours at, or six hours or however long at mm-hmm. this desk and you're constantly surrounded by radiation. You're not getting any natural sunlight. None Instead of, it. of them saying that, they're like, oh, here, take this pill. Because... Well, you watch out. Big Pharma might come and get you, bro. <laughs> oh, a lot of people wait. disappear. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, edit that. Let's edit oh, no, that. No. Hey, you don't have any doctors. I love hey, doctors. Hey. Do, hey, listen to your doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take any prescriptions without first consulting <laughs> yeah. with your doctors. <laughs> doctors know what they're talking you're about. We're not providing medical <laughs> advice. Oh, my I'm not God. We are not. Yeah, let me put this disclosure. We are not medical doctors. We do not know. But if I do die here anytime <laughs> soon, know that I'm healthy. <laughs> There's no reason. Like, funny. Yeah, we found him with uh, 10 grand on him. It was very suspect. Yeah, well, he was talking about what he shouldn't have been talking about. <laughs> Dude. But yeah, the uh, yeah holistic approach to this everything. I think that was good right there. We should wrap that one. One, two? Yeah. Uh, Let's see where we at. We switch to another topic. Take a bathroom. I'm gonna go pee real quick. Might find that quote. That's good. For the first oh yeah, that's right. At-